You start. You talk. Hello. Oh, I'm here. Oh, that was a yell. That was uh, probably misleading amount of volume. <laughs> Let me get some levels. Hello. <laughs> Let me get some levels. I am speaking in my normal voice. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for in a test. Uh. So, um, hey, so this is still in beta. We talk about video games. Yes. Man, I've listened to, uh, I've been, I've been getting a taste for the competition. I say competition as if I'm like publishing this to people. Right. As if like other people are going to hear this and we're not just talking to ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) But like other people, I've been listening to, I've listened to a couple other podcasts that do like similar things. Cause I thought like, oh man, what if ours is just like super dull and like, that's why. Like like we're so terrible and boring. Yeah. That like, boy, people just couldn't possibly listen to our, and no, like some of the more successful ones are like way worse. So you're saying we could get sponsors if we actually put in some kind of effort. Yeah. I mean, if I like put this on Twitter or something and put it out there as like, hey, I, I make a podcast with my brother and we talk about video games and also like, I don't know, send us tweets or emails and ask us questions or something like I could probably get more than like two people to listen to this. Because, but. but we don't really have that motivation. And just like the guy that's sitting next to you is like, hey, hey, guy, want to listen to this? And then that's about as far as we get with our <laughs> word of mouth. I don't even you see the thing that I do is is sometimes people at work will be like, hey, oh, hey, I saw that you uh, make a podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I do. I, I make one with my brother. And but like, then you don't tell them any other information. <laughs> no, I don't. They're, sometimes they're like, what, what's the name of it? And I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know that you really want to listen to it. I don't know who it's for. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't for you. Stay out of here. Get out of here. We don't want don't people listen hearing to me. this. I don't want people hearing no, my stuff. Not for listening. <laughs> this is a podcast for nobody. <laughs> That's what the tagline should this show should be. A, a podcast for nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh... Because, yeah, there's times when I'm like, oh, yeah, like, maybe I could get people to listen to this. And immediately I'm just like, I don't want anybody to listen to this. No, I don't want anybody that's to the, know. That's the true sign of an artist is when you're when you're like desperately ashamed of your work. That's how you know you're like you're onto something. <laughs> you know, where you're like you're like just thirsty for recognition, but you can't show it to anybody ever. Yeah. Like somebody somebody's got to love this. Nobody could look at it. <laughs> I'm going to bury it in the ground. Yes. I'm going to put, I'm going to take this SD card out of this recorder and I'm just going to dig a hole in the backyard. And no, we're going to set fire to it. Like we gotta, we gotta like nuke it from orbit. We there, gotta make sure. Nobody could even stumble on it. Even no. in like no, t- no point in the future would some alien race stumble upon it and figure out how to play back. And, and right. Like, also, oh, geez. also just for extra measure, we'll cut our own tongues out. So we can't even tell anybody <laughs> about it ourselves. Uh-huh. No, we might remember what we said earlier. <laughs> I'll gouge my ears out. <laughs> so I can't hear anybody ask me what my podcast is about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll fix them. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, we so talk about video games. Yeah, <laughs> so this is a podcast. Stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, oh, I want to bring this up because uh, I was just talking about it with Robbie. But have, you've seen the Bumblebee trailer, right? Yes. The not Bayformer Transformers movie. Yeah, it's actually done by like the director and stuff is a completely different person. I don't know who it is, but apparently he's done things that like. He like 
people at work were saying like, oh, this is a guy who actually like cares about like building character and having like shots that make sense mm-hmm. instead of like two hours of nonsense we're explosions. Not, we don't have time to talk about everything that's wrong with Michael Bay Transformers movies. So let's just move on. But yeah, so I it it caught me off guard because it's it's like I I thought it was going to be a spinoff of the Bayformers movies. I thought it too. I thought they were just Wolverining those movies. Yeah. And so they, they, they pick it up and it's like, oh, there's Bumblebee. But wait, he's not a Camaro. He's actually the, the bug, the Volkswagen Beetle. What the heck's going on? Yeah. And then like they intersperse other shots and it's like that, that was really Optimus Prime. That was Soundwave. What's going on? <laughs> the robots look like the robots. Yeah, like I know who all of these characters are. I can recognize all of them. Yeah. And and yeah, that was refreshing. Yeah. Like as soon as I saw as soon as I saw a still of sound or the the scene of Soundwave ejecting like laser beak out of his chest, I was like, "No. <laughs> no way. That's really happening." Uh in a in a 3D movie. So, I don't know. I'm I'm still like I'm not ready to like I'm I, I feel like I'm dipping my toe in. I'm not ready to like jump in on this movie. Uh-huh. But I th- I think I might see it in the theater. I think I might. That's risky. Yeah. It's a risky move, but you know, if I go to Alamo, I might be able to get like a Transformers glass or something. Mm-hmm. It might just have Bumblebee on it. But hopefully it has like <laughs> Megatron or something. Well, we're probably not going to do that, but I'll pay you $5 for the glass. If you can give it to me. Or it'll make a good Christmas present for Robbie. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll get two glasses. There you go. If they have them. Sometime, most of the time they do. I yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you about something. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the name. Like, Have you heard of like The Void? Or yes. Whatever? Yeah. So have you seen that there's a Star Wars thing? in town like they've like cinema i think it's cinemarks are doing a star wars like vr kind of i saw something about that yeah okay so i've heard that that? it is a four i've heard that it's like a four player type of experience like four groups of four people do it um we've got to look more into it but that may be the thing we talk about next time okay but um so people who aren't familiar with the void or what that kind of stuff is. I don't know how it's like VR plus plus, basically. That's the thing where it's like the you put you put the headset on and you walk around a real place with the yeah, headset on. Yeah. So they 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 make they model a 3D environment for VR, but they also build a play space where like all the walls that you see in VR are real walls in the world. Um, they'll usually do things and they give it a stupid name, like 5d or some bullshit, uh-huh. uh, or four, I don't remember what it was, something stupid, some stupid buzzword name, but basically they'll do things like if you're walking through cobwebs, there'll be like actual like thread or something hanging down so you can feel stuff. And there'll be like heat jets or gusts of air or drips of water to like recreate that feeling. Yeah. It's like that. Um, I don't know. It's like a fun house. It's like a fun house, but you're wearing a wireless VR headset and you may or may not have like some kind of a weapon or something yeah, or, or a tool. And so you're walking around a real space with like a 3D with a VR headset. And so it, it 
to me, it seems like a really cool thing. It's like the, the type of thing that like kind of becomes like, it's like not quite the holodeck, but it's like getting to that space where people can actually walk around in a real space together to do like an experience. It, to me, like conceptually, it seems really cool. Um, it's like a step towards just adding even more immersion to like the VR experience. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I like is that there's, there's actually like tactile stuff. Like one of my, one, I mean, one of the things that I think is, is problematic about computer based VR is that you've got to, uh, like stay in one spot and do like the teleportation movement or something. And, nothing is actually there or things are there that shouldn't shouldn't be like your desk or a trash can or something right so i think it also it helps a lot with like things like a lot of the the flaws of vr at home like motion sickness when you're moving or stuff being in the way or again like you said like a wall not being there so you can do things like cheat and poke your head through a wall and stuff like that like it it removes that type of stuff because it puts it into a real space. Yeah. And so that seems like a real, like a cool concept, but yeah, I think there's something star Wars related that's coming to town or in town already that we'll have to look more into, but if it's a four person thing, I wanted to see if you would do that with, with like you and Anna could do that with, with me and Robbie. Um, Cause it seems like that would be a cool thing to go try out. Yeah, okay, it's called Star Wars 4D Experience, and it's in Plano. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's like $30 a person, so it's like two movie tickets. So it doesn't seem like that big a deal. I mean, I think that's kind of how much, like, escape rooms are. Yeah, escape rooms can be about that. So, to me, this is way cooler than an escape room, but I don't know. Um... Let's see. Customers are strapped on a custom VR headset and an accompanying backpack, pick up a blaster, and enter a 4D story, meaning you will literally feel, interact uh, with, and even smell <laughs> yes. the virtual environment smell. around you. I hope we end up in the trash compactor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a bantha. Is that a bantha? No, what was the thing? Oh, uh, uh, oh, the tauntaun? Tauntaun, yes. You have to crawl into a tauntaun? I hope they've, they've recreated that real tauntaun smell. <laughs> both the inside and the outside yes it's, it's just like there's just like a fat cab driver just airing his pits is the is the tauntaun scent uh let's see i don't know how many people can i think it's four at a time okay well yeah but yeah it looks like you you go and you let's see you're disguised as stormtroopers. You have blasters. You solve puzzles. Yeah. So that sounds cool. That sounds like a cool thing. All right. So we'll we'll have to give that a try. Yeah. Before it goes away. Yep. That needs to that needs to be a thing that we do. Okay. So that's future games. But have you done anything recently? I've I've been playing. So I've been playing more Skyrim. I finally got to where I'm playing some some of the content that I didn't play before because I just had vanilla Skyrim when I played it the first time. Uh-huh. And so now I'm playing um, the special edition. It's basically special edition when you play it in VR. So it's got some of the add-ons. Like it's got 
the the big add-ons were Dawn Guard and Dragonborn. And uh-huh. the Dragonborn added kind of some dark like a part of a dark elf island. Yeah. To it. Like you're near the island of Morrowind. <laughs> yeah. Um and that one was that one was interesting. It the Dawn Guard one is to me feels a lot bigger in scope in some ways because it adds like like it goes like hella vampire. Yeah. Like you get to become like instead of just being a normal vampire, which is kind of they're kind of it's kind of lame to be a, just a regular vampire. Like this is when you get vampire lord stuff, which is kind of like a were like kind of the werewolf form, except you can do magic. And uh, I feel like if you haven't played that, like you should, because you will absolutely love at least one of the spells in Vampire Lord, because there's a spell called Chokehold while you're in Vampire Lord mode, which basically is you Darth Vader the fuck out of people. (laughs) Um, So, like, you just, you point your, like, weird demon hand at somebody and then just, like, draws them to you and, like, just holds them in front of you and you can just blast them with spells in your other hand. Can you, like, smack them on the ground? You can just fling them like rag dolls, and oh the best part God. is the best part is you grab them and you choke hold them, and when you let go, they just go fucking flying. So you know, like the spell telekinesis uh-huh. that you can like use and like grab a bowl, bring it to you, mm-hmm. and then when you let go, it just shits the bowl just a million miles an hour in a di- in a random direction. Did you mean to say shits the bowl? Yes, it shits the bowl. It just because <laughs> it just like goes point and it just goes flying like. You're basically doing that with alive humans. Oh, man. So, like, the, the best thing was, like, I was on top of a tower, and I choke-held somebody, and just, yeah. and they just went flying for a mile off the tower. It was great. I don't remember that being a thing whenever I played the Dawn Guard stuff. Like, that spell specifically. There, it's, it's, you have to, you have to kill a bunch of people as a vampire lord and, and gain a perk. It's part of the perk tree. Oh, uh, oh, maybe I didn't be a vampire. Maybe that was it. Yeah, well, you suck as a person because you're supposed to be a vampire if you play this. Uh, I did get my vampire companion. I know there's, I know there's like a branch where it's like, do you become a vampire or you, you stay with the vampire slayers? And if you stay with the vampire slayers, you're just you're, literally playing it wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mm, mm, yeah, it sounds like I played the bitch way. Yeah, you played the dumb way. You gotta be the vampire lord. That's the only thing that matters because you get the chokehold thing, and then that's all you do with your life at that point. Yeah, I mean that sounds like the thing that I would do. Yeah, that's you... what I did. Remember that Force Awakened game? Uh huh. Like that was the thing that I did. Was I just like force grabbed everybody, and because it had that like endorphin physics engine, the stormtroopers and stuff would like try to grab onto things to like save themselves, and I would like tease them and let them like try to grab stuff and then just like <laughs> they just hover them like inches away from like something that they could grab on for dear life but, like oh if only i can make it and you're like haha no fling yeah or i'd let them grab it and they'd be like oh i got it i can save ah! and then i'd like <laughs> fling them off in the other way yeah or like or like drop them down to where they could grab onto boxes yeah. or something and then they'd grab onto the boxes and then it would just be them and the box and then they're beating themselves with the box that they're grabbing onto. Right. This was Force Unleashed, right? Not... Yeah, Force Unleashed. Yeah, you said Force Awakened, which was... Oh, that's the movie. Yeah. yeah no, this, this is the game. Don't, don't make people think that that game had a movie because it doesn't. Or maybe it does. That. Oh, that that movie had a game? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It probably has a Lego game. Probably, but not... And that's basically what the Battlefront game was like. 
Let's, yeah. let's all call a spade a spade but, here. But yeah, force force lifting and throwing stuff is like ragdolling guys around is always like tons of fun. Yeah, I mean that's everything I like. Right. It's like it's like slaying guys mercilessly. It's ragdoll physics. It's yeah. got everything that you need in the game. Oh boy. Well, all right. Yeah. Because it's like, of course you're gonna take that. Oh no, let's take lightsaber throw. Ugh. Well, technically more DPS is never as fun. Yeah. That was that was the same thing for me with like all of the uh was it what was the RPG one? The Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it was always way better to like max out force push and go that route because you just walk into a room and just click that like three times and everybody's like slammed against the wall <laughs> and dead. Way, way, way more satisfying than throwing your lightsaber. Yeah, lightsaber throw was never, except for uh, what was it, Jedi Knight and Jedi Knight 2. Right, but then you. That one had kind of the physics control of it, where you could hold it out and like move it around the room, right? Yeah. So I what what I would do sometimes is like because uh, there was a lot of like Doom style monster closets where people would just be like around corners. So I would like hear them around corners, and then I would just go like throw my lightsaber out and guide it around the corner and just have it like chop that dude up. Yeah, and then I would hear on the other end of the wall. Yeah, I remember that was one too, where like. I remember, like, you started to, like, know the level layouts really well. And I just remember, like, running really fast and, like, jumping over an elevator before it lifted up full of stormtroopers. And then just, like, doing a force lift, like, yeah. facing downward. And so, like, the elevator full of guys was, like, what? flew up out of the elevator shaft like popcorn. <laughs> that was the thing about force pull <laughs> in that game is that it just pulled toward the camera. It didn't matter what angle your camera was facing. So if you were looking straight down and you jump, like did your super jump over a guy and you did force pull, you lost them into space. Yeah. And so I, I, I ran over. Just, yeah. I love that you used force pull as a launch, as a launch pad. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. That's how I defeated some bosses was I was just like, hey, you. And if they didn't like do their force block thing, then they'd be like, and whoo. And they'd get like flung into space and flung off a cliff or something. Yeah, they like Star Wars games just need to be more of that. They yeah. really just need to have a lot more of that in. Yeah, stuff and a lot less about like multiplayer loot box BS. <laughs> Let's not talk about that either. Okay. We'll just we'll just go down. A, we'll just go down a wormhole. OK, moving on. Of crazy. Is it a wormhole? We'll call it a, wormhole. a rabbit hole. No, it's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> going down this black hole <laughs> yes um yeah i've been playing the division still um i don't know what to say about that game like it's a lot of it's a lot it's such it's such a it's such a diablo moba kind of thing only there's just like not a lot of variety in any of the stuff you do it's such a it's such a mediocre is it, game. Is it like heavy on the loot grind or something? It's pretty heavy on the loot grind. Um so I think and here's the thing about a game like The Division where the loot is regular ass guns is that uh <laughs> they need magic. The guns need magic. That's yeah, what you're saying. And like I've got uh there's there's like talents and stuff that they put on the guns, but it's like this gun 
the well one you have like weird you've got weird stats that your equipment boosts that is like attack stat uh so stability like stability so like i I guess for me it's like for you like the fact that the new gun has like one point more dps and 0.7 percent more accuracy is like not not doing it for you you're not like getting super excited about this stuff the here's the thing about the guns is that every kind of gun has their own like base stats for like accuracy and stuff and you can get a like higher level higher quality kind of gun but because of the type of gun it is like if it's it it'll just be worse at accuracy or stability or something anyway right just because of the kind of gun that it is it'll be worse in any number of ways and so like i end up like favoring like the same two kinds of guns and then going like well i which one does more damage now well it's the one that's a higher level is it blue all right i guess i'll use it yeah i guess i'll use this one now and then and then the talents on top of it are like it does this one whenever you get a headshot it gives you six percent health back or this one uh if your if your skills are on cooldown it gives you this boost to critical hits if your skills or another one is like if your skills if you haven't used a skill if you have no skills on cooldown then you get a damage bonus okay i'm already bored you've already bored me with these descriptions so the problem is the game is based is too realistic yeah yeah. It's too grounded in reality and it's like like I want like like at least get like to the Fallout like Fallout 4 at least had some interesting mods like this one the bullets explode when they hit. Yeah, like right? the, which the, is awesome on a machine gun. The the cool uh like incendiary rounds and stuff like that those are like consumables that I always forget I have. Like I never remember that I have cuz I have to like open up a uh like a wheel or open up my inventory to like even use them that i'm like how do i is this like also and i don't even i haven't even tried them because i always forget about them and they don't matter because like what i do is i just get the sniper rifle that does the most damage when i shoot people in the face and then i shoot people in the face one time or 17 times depending on if it's a a a normal guy or a boss and that's what i do yeah the other problem I have with that kind of stuff is like I am a absolute hoarder, so like anything that's consumable like never gets used yeah. unless unless I get to like the max capacity of that thing like I will not use the thing I don't care what it is oh yeah I was totally I'm totally that way as well and it it was kind of a uh, like when I was playing Horizon have you been playing that any no no not yet. But I kind of I got that way with that game where I was like, okay, like I have to have one of every kind of crafting resource. Uh, And then it became like one stack of every crafting resource. And then it was like, I don't max capacity of every crafting resource. I don't have enough room to have a stack of every crafting resource because there's so many damn crafting resources in this (laughs) game. And then I'm like selling things. Because I need just need to make room. And I can't craft things fast enough because I don't because, again, I also like hoard all the special ammo. So I'm like not using these specific kinds of ammo 
as like recklessly as other people might be doing because I'm like, oh, I mean, maybe I need all of my tear arrows. This, this is my life. This was like me and Fallout 4 is like, I will die six times on this one like crap enemy where I like accidentally quick saved at like 3% health and yeah. not use one of my 500 like stim packs <laughs> because fuck you. I'm not using a stim pack ever. Yeah. I'm going to finish this guy off and then I will go find rat meat to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 3000, <laughs> got 3000 health stims and like just a billion rat away. But you know what I'm going to do? But I travel to my, to my house and I'm going to nap. That's how I'm going to regen my health. Exactly. I'm going to kill everybody in this freaking village, and then I'm going to sleep in their beds because I'm not going to eat anything. Mm. Yeah, I was terrible at that stuff. Yeah, that, that's why I gave all of my grenades to my companion, because I was like, look, you're going to use them. You're going to use these grenades. I had grenades? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> So, yeah. The only time I ever used incendiaries was to sneak them into people's pants with pickpocketing. <laughs> but yeah, I would give them all of the all of the grenades and just like yeah. here, just hold all the grenades and just throw them however you want. Because I'm going to be back here. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So the division is just to. And, like, I'm going to try playing it co-op. I finally got to the same level of, as my, my friend who was playing it, so I'm going to try playing co-op with him. Because uh, I told you about how bad the scaling was, right? About how it levels yes. to the highest level guy in the party. So now that I'm the same level as that guy, and I know he hasn't been playing it, then we'll see how this plays out. So, All right. Well, maybe that'll make it more interesting for may you. Maybe, because part of the other thing is that, like, being the only person in the fight, you can't do... You can't have any strategy. You can't like flank or anything like that. It's and it's a cover shooter. So most of the so I, I pretty much exclusively have this like auto turret thing that I toss out so that I have a distraction where the guy who's like constantly shooting at me like has something he has to shoot at so I can shoot at him. They just need like that's the kind of like again. This is this sucks because it's a consumable, but it'd be great as like a power is like you can just throw out like an inflatable toy or something like an inflatable lady, and she just it's like psh, uh -huh. just to give you like ten seconds of like oh let's go shoot that, and like as it slowly deflates, like they're still like murdering that, and then you've got to yeah. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five has the de the inflatable decoys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Clearly, they know what's up. Yeah. Well, yeah. That game is amazing. Okay. Have you seen the latest trailer for the Kojima WTF game? Death Stranding? Yes. Yeah. I, sorry. What? I thought it was just called Kojima WTF. But <laughs> You're talking about the one with the gold mask, right? Yes. Where Troy Baker makes a gold mask anus lion? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> and there's like even more celebrities that have been announced as part of that that game yeah right. probably i mean oh what is it like it's it's norman reedus it's troy baker mads milkinson i don't know who else is in it i can't remember it's a lot of people I don't know. 
They modeled Guillermo del Toro and put him in there. That was that was the one. Yes, Guillermo del Toro. That yeah. was the other one. I remember. But I don't. But he's not actually, as far as I know, at, in the game. Okay. But he is modeled, so it's like, come on, he's in the game. He's in the game. Don't fuck with me, Kojima. He's in the game somewhere. He's a secret <laughs> character. You just have to do some kind of side mission to get him. <laughs> he's one of the, he's one of those weird like papoose people you have to haul around. Yeah. I like Kojima, what the hell was Kojima put himself in the game, so. But not well, that game, but Metal Gear. What was that? The papoose like, people? I thought it was just a dead body, but it was like an alive body. No, that guy. That's that game. Is that that game is hauling crap on your back? Right, but like, what person? Like, is that like the mod? Like, is that like the like weird, like post-apocalyptic rickshaw? Is just like <laughs> you get like wrapped up in like a swaddle, and then somebody hauls you around on their back? Like, yeah. how lazy are you that you're gonna like have somebody carry you around like that? And then we're gonna find out like that person's paralyzed, and it's like a sad story, and we're a jerk for thinking <laughs> this. But like, seriously, how lazy are you? Or maybe that's just his fetish. Like he's just like I need I need to be bound like this and carried around in somebody's back. I'll pay you three million dollars. <laughs> Gross. I didn't even think about that. And then Troy Baker shows up and he's like, "Hello, I'm here to mess you up." The guy's like, "I didn't pay for this." <laughs> Why is there not, a goo monster coming at? This is not part of the deal. Yeah, I don't know what that game is. I'm pretty sure that it's um. It's about stacking things uh, like the lady from Labyrinth on your back and seeing how many things you can stack <laughs> yes. and get a, and traverse the world. Right. And then, like, at some point, you have to distract a teenage girl so that she becomes the slave to uh, David Bowie. Yeah. You have to. You have to yeah. Yeah. Was it th- like, no, that wasn't even the deal. She wasn't going to become a slave. It was just that her brother was going to become a goblin. Yeah. Her brother was going to be. Well, and he wanted her to join her. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 Like he probably like did like secretly like want to like, I guess. I don't know what the deal was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's such a weird. He's got to have an heir to the goblin empire. Yeah. I mean, how old is he, you think? David Bowie in that movie? Yeah. Like, is he like one of those like immortals or something? Oh, yeah, probably. Like, probably. he could be just like millions of years old and you don't know. Right. There's not a real like sense of, I mean, there's a sense of time in that he has like the whole movie's about time. I mean, he's got that 13 hand clock. Yeah. 13 hand, 13 hour clock. Yeah. It was a clock with 13 hours on it. Yeah. Right. It didn't have 13 hands, though. No. That's ludicrous. <laughs> How could you possibly know what time it is? It's like, is it like a millisecond hand? The short like... one is for nanoseconds. And then the short one, well, that one's for regular seconds. <laughs> What's the long one for? The really long one. The really long one. The really long one is for decaseconds. Yeah. And then the really long one is for seconds. Yeah. And then even more. And then the longest one, that's the megasecond. The megasecond, <laughs> which is what, which is goblin for minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> So you watched Voltron, right? The new Voltron? Uh-huh. Decafebs? Does Decafebs drive you crazy? Yes. Like, why are they even saying... Why did they make up this whole other, like, time thing when, like, it always, like, is just a different word for, like, minute or year or some shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care about... Okay. I've Whatever, you know, you want to have your, like, oh, it's a different... 
it's a different time and it's a different culture and maybe they use different words for time right. now. And but it's like, like when they okay, when they're like, great. oh, we've been missing, but, we've been missing for three thousand decafibs. Yeah, okay, but that's three years. Like, there's clearly a very one to one like sort of translation on this time shit. Like, yeah. you guys need to get that cleared up. Like, your stuff is exactly a cipher for like <laughs> uh, Earth time that is based on you know cycles around the sun. Like, that's just. Yeah. admit that, that 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 is the case and just like go with like three years and and people people will just go with it it's like oh why are these like ancient aliens saying years is that an earth year or is that an altarian well, year yeah and but like, like they're, they're all speaking english they're all speaking we english even, we don't question that they're all speaking english you know the Gallera don't speak english i mean they've taken over like half the the universe or whatever so yeah it's like like, how, like they took over all of the universe and decided english was a super, the, the best language in the universe so they were going to teach that to everybody that's why they know it like yeah really they have gala words for shit because they've said so in the show and they chose english as their main language yeah they didn't even know earth existed and yet they knew they, English. How did they get to English? You what? know, and it's and yeah, so there are specifically alien words. So there were other alien languages and there's still aliens that speak their own special alien language like Miss uh, Beepo Beep or whatever his name was. Right. Like, <sighs> why bother? It's, like, just say years. Yeah, you're just confusing. Us just at that say point. minutes. We're just confused as viewers and it's not really any... Thing that's adding to like the culture of the show. We know you're in space. Yeah. Ugh. When does this milk expire? I don't know. It expires in like 37 flip floors. Right. Also, again, why didn't that word translate into English and everything else it did? If it's like some kind of translation thing, like, come on. Yeah. <sighs> units. Space units. Space units. <sighs> I'm tired of that. <laughs> Other than that, that show's great, though. Yeah. I still love that show. Uh, okay, so we've got some headlines. 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 All right. So, uh, if you liked all of the Nintendo classics and you thought, now that I've played all of these, like, retro 8-bit, like, looking games... I want to play shitty 90s 3D art. Well, uh-huh. you're in luck. There it is. Or if you've just been thinking like, you know, I've got these very small consoles that are taking up HDMI inputs on my on my TV, but I don't have enough. I need one more. What's it going to be? Sony's got you covered. Yep. So PlayStation Classic. So you can you can go back and... If your sister broke your Final Fantasy VII disc number four, you can go back and play Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation Classic. Floppy hands and everything. <laughs> you know all those games that you already purchased on the PS4 through the PlayStation Store that are just emulating on your PS4? Buy them again. Or if you bought them all on Steam or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another way to buy them. And also have it on a different system that's closed that you can't play anything else on until somebody hacks it and lets you play whatever ROMs you want. <laughs> yes. Also, I already I still have all of these games and a PS1. Yeah. So I still have. Oh, I guess I, I mean, I gave it to you, but like 
my the PS2 that can play all those games. Yeah. I would be so much more excited to spend $100 for software on my PS4 that would just let me run these discs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the PS4 has a PS2 emulator in it. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. Uh, people, so people hacked the PS4. I don't know if you heard about that. People, Of course they did. People hacked that. and If, if they, something exists, it has been hacked. Yeah. Uh, and so they hacked it, and they what they found was that, like, uh, there's a PS2 emulator on there. And it's a pretty good one. And so people are just, like, seeing, hey, if we just dump this ISO on there and run it through the PS2 emulator, how's it run? It runs pretty well. So that... So clearly evidence that they had thought about making PS4 reverse compatible for a lot of stuff and just didn't do it. Well, I think that's the thing that they use whenever you download. Uh, oh, okay. okay. So when you buy stuff through the yeah. through the nostalgia store. Uh-huh. Oh, and I put that on there, didn't I? The, that the PS Now, this is a different headline, but the PS okay. Now, which was their subscription game service that was previously just using that uh, Gaikai streaming technology that they bought. Um, so it was the thing that, like, the game's running on some server in the cloud or whatever, and it streams the video, and then, like, you just push inputs to it. Well, now they're going to let you download the game. So you can play when so you, you just, don't have internet? Yeah. So you can just play it locally. So that's cool. I don't know if it's still require. I, I think it still just requires a subscription. But now it's like not the dumb streaming thing. So that's uh, so this so you can download them, but you'll still need the subscription to access them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's a step in the right direction, I think. And is that where where is that playable on? Is that on PS4 only or is that on? Yeah. Okay. I think it's just PS4, although. Does that mean you also have to have PS Plus on top of that? Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think you have to have PS Plus in order to use the cloud save option that's in it. Yeah, I don't care about that. Who? What do you need cloud save for unless you've got like seven PlayStations that you're set up all around your house? Yeah, I don't know. Some people uh, like the idea, but I, I don't know if they have multiple PS4s in different locations. I assume it's people that live next to a giant magnet that occasionally wipes all of their hard drives. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never <laughs> cared about the cloud save stuff. Even when I had a PS Plus account, like I never used it because you also, you also have to like manually manage it and say like upload this to the cloud save. And you've only got so much space on there too. So you can't just put all of your save games up there. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Like, I don't know. Screw it. I, I'm not going to use that. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't care about that. Also, I don't really care about holding on to saves that long. Like if my save game for Arkham Knight gets deleted, I'm like, all right, whatever. I was going to start that game over anyway. Like I'm not going to go back to that save game. Well, some people want their, I've got 99 of every single item, including the weapons that you're technically only allowed to get one of like Final Fantasy seven saves kind of stuff. Like some people like to have like the perfect save. If you know what that means. For what? For like RPGs and crap. Yeah, but I mean, I guess what is just like a posterity, posterity sort of thing, or I have no idea why. It's just a thing people do. Yeah, 
It's like why, I, like I don't know why people watch other people's play video games on YouTube, but they do it. Sometimes people just want what they want. Okay, that's yeah. That's the answer you're getting. That's yeah, I get it. I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't get everybody else's opinion on the matter. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I've said it before about watching people play video games. Like most of the time, I think it's stupid. If you're just like watching a guy play the game to watch him play the game instead of playing it yourself, it's like, what the hell are you doing? All That's right. the whole point of a video. Again, game. we're not going down that wormhole. Uh, you got to stop it. You're just going to, you're just going to get wormed up and it's not going to be good. You're getting me all wormed up. All wormed up. All right. All right. So all we'll, right. we'll like sandwich the like. Uh, news with the bad news and then we'll say some other like meh, like good news at the end okay so bad news uh if you like i don't know what t- you call them but like if you like telltale games since that's what they are is <laughs> the telltale yeah. uh situation they laid off about 90 percent of their staff yeah and uh they're it seems like uh, they're kind of in a dire sort of situation it's it's they they are all but closed at this point yeah. There's a skeleton crew uh, running to finish out some of the contracts that they had. Um, I think they're looking for funding to finish out the rest of the Walking Dead seasons with the crew that they've got, but it's they had 250 people, and now they have 25. That's, that's, a, that's a big studio. It's a lot but... bigger than you would have thought, I think. Yeah, I... <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know, like. I guess like the the biggest thing that I think that's come out of like the thing that people know most of is probably The Walking Dead. Yeah, right. Are they the ones? But they're they're the ones that did like the 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 uh, uh, Back to the Future too, right? They did. Did they do that one? Like the uh, yeah, that was yeah. They did that early on. The Sam and Max. Sam and Max. Like Sam and Max was like the thing that got them like off to, to a start like early on yeah and and yeah i think they did um after that they did the jurassic park thing it was like right before <clears throat> the walking dead they did the jurassic park thing and yeah. they did the back to the future stuff before that and then they have some batman stuff too uh yeah they have a, a batman game in the style of in their telltale style yeah but were they like i feel like the back to the future one was that was very, straight up an adventure. That was like that was very adventure game. game. That was like a point and click adventure. Sam yeah. and Max were all like point and click adventures. Yeah, and they were done. They were they were not Sierra style. They were what what is Monkey Island? They were they Lucas were Arts. They were Monkey Island style. They were closer to like Grim Fandango style in that they were that three D. If I remember, they were like three D tank control kind of. Thing. Oh yeah, well yeah, the controls were kind of terrible. I'm I'm talking more <clears throat> like, uh, they were more. Not not even Lucas Arts. It's I can't remember what the the. Uh... That's who did Monkey Island. Oh, okay, maybe maybe I was wrong. Uh, yeah, but they're more like that where there's never like you're never in like actual peril. There's no such thing as game over. It's just kind of do stuff until you succeed. Yeah, kind of thing. Like Sierra games were like wicked harsh in certain <laughs> certain in certain spots. at certain points. Yeah, like it you... was like it was like. No, you are just fucking dead. Start over. Did you did you save in the last twenty minutes? Uh, oh no, you are super dead. 
did you get this thing that you were supposed to get six hours ago? Game is incompletable. <laughs> like literally, like seriously rough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that doesn't really exist anymore. But like, uh, it seems like, I guess the, I guess part of the issue is that like the, the adventure style games just aren't uh, doing as well as they used to. No, there's companies that are still making them. Um, and like making them in a real sense, not making them in like a, I don't know, telltale sense. Like there are, uh, like there's a company called like Wadget Eye or whatever that is still making stuff in that scum engine style where it's like DOS era PC sort of graphics. Uh huh. Um, and I've played one of their games that was actually really good as far as adventure games go. And I thought I had kind of like burnt out on that stuff because I tried the Sam and Max game uh, that Telltale did. And I was like, oh, screw this. This game sucks. Like, maybe I just don't like adventure games anymore. And then I played this adventure game and I'm like, oh, no, they're good. I still like them. Yeah, <laughs> just, I think that Sam and Max game sucked. I mean, sometimes it just. It's a matter of content, I think, sometimes. But it's a lot of it is like if the writing's bad, your game's bad. And the writing for the Sam and Max reboot was bad. It wasn't nearly like the original Sam and Max game. Yeah. And and if this puzzles are nonsensical, like yeah. if you can't follow the thought behind what if you can't see the logical trail that they're putting out in front of you then it just feels like nonsense and like you're not going to be you're not going to have fun working out what that next step well i i know like with i so i never i never played the walking dead ones i know you played some of them and i feel like i remember one of the critics one of the criticisms you had on the walking dead one was that like there was like consequences there was like the idea of consequences but not the the execution of them like like you could try to do things like if it, it like presented as a choose your own adventure, but was really more of a, this is the way the story is going to happen, whether you want it to or not kind of. Yeah. It felt like the story was tapered on both ends, right? Like you have uh, like four different ways to get to the same place. Gotcha. And the other thing was that like, I could, the, the choices felt very telegraphed and when an expendable character was brought into play, it was pretty noticeable. And so I could tell where I could like see the, like the, the value of characters as they were introduced. Like an episode of loss. It's like, Oh, somebody who's only had one line up to this point for the entire series. And somebody's supposed to die in this episode. Hmm, I wonder who it's going to be. Yeah, and like if whenever like a situation happens where I'm like having to choose, I I can I can I could like t- see like okay, if I pick this thing, it's going to play out like X. If I pick this other thing, you know, so it's like when I got to a certain point in the game after I had like chosen to like save one person or whatever, and then like this other person died later, I was just like, oh, okay, so. If I had picked the other guy, then like that guy would have died. 
instead. And, and I don't know. It was it was really transparent. Like the mechanics felt really transparent. And then I was like, okay, like this. So I was just really taken out of like any of the storytelling. Because then I was like, well, none of these people matter. Like the only people who matter are like these three people. And they're definitely going to survive the whole thing no matter what. Well, yeah. Well, they're, they're either going to survive or like one of them is going to survive because the plot has to play out like that. So it's like you're, you know, like one of the main people like has to die at the end because that's just how that story has to wrap up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was just like. Ugh, yeah, that and there was like really ham fisted about. Which one was the like good option because you had that like little baby character that was following you around everywhere that was like a walking guilt trip and would just like if you like considered doing something that was like against her will she'd just be like oh no you're doing the bad thing and it's like why are you why are you here <laughs> get out of here judgy mcconscience <laughs> <laughs> yeah like make me feel bad make me regret that decision later like, don't try to, like, shove that down my throat as, like, some kind of lack of morals in the moment, you know? I don't know. Fair enough. But, I did, yeah, I didn't care for those games. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that, that they, so there are no more of those, so. Yeah, it's, 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 it's always just sad to see Game Studio close down, but. Yeah. Well, I have to see. I I imagine with that many people going away that they will there will likely be people from that that go and try to start something. I could totally I can imagine it's not the end of the adventure game stuff. I can imagine some of those people going off and trying to start their own thing, yeah. taking that like the knowledge and stuff that they've got from that and starting another, you know, adventure game company or something. Is that from my experience, that's kind of what happens with that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure you'll see some people do that. I mean, one of them, uh, from what I understand, one of the main guys who kind of was at the start, the head of that company, like one of the lead writers or something, had already left and like started his own company. That's just like a writing game narrative company. Um, so so there's that, but like, yeah, it's it's. It's saddening to see game companies close down um, just because it's kind of it's it's hard to see all of those people like especially the way this one closed down where it was like no notice and just like they get they all got the boot like one day like yeah that's just a really rough way to see things in well yeah and it's like it's and it can be just as demoralizing people that still have their job as it is for the people that that lost it because at least like the people lost is like know where they where they stand at that point and the people that have like i i can't imagine what it feels like to be somebody that's still there and had to see that many people go and try to continue working with whatever you're moving forward with what you're working at it's probably hard to do that yeah yep yeah it's sad but yeah, if you if you work in game development, uh, it's likely you will be laid off multiple times in your career. It's 
I think most people I know have been laid off at least once from some job. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the state of a project-based industry is if you're, if you're not turning a profit, if you're just surviving on the money that is being put into the project that you're currently working on, uh, you're probably not going to make it very long because you have to get, you have to get a revenue stream outside of that per project funding going. Yeah. Um, to even just like continue, you know? So. Yeah, I know we have, we, I know we get, we get a lot of relatives asking us about how, about the game industry and stuff. And that's like some of our, like, like kind of our, word of warning is like if you want something that's like stable that's guaranteed to make a lot of money like be a lawyer or something <laughs> don't don't go into video games yeah you have to go into video games because you love it not because you want a like stable job where you can like definitely stay in the same house for 20 years right yeah <laughs> and like not have to move and not uh right yeah, yeah there's there's definitely a lot of risk involved in being in the game industry even just like getting into it is rough yeah Uh, so many people want to get into it but you have to like be so much more than all of those other people (laughs) or just know somebody sometimes it's yeah know somebody or be really really good yeah usually that's how it goes yeah and even still, like being really, really good doesn't mean you're going to make money. No, because you can you can make you can make things that are that the thing that you have made is technically excellent and part of an excellent thing that you've done. And like, if the rest of it isn't also <laughs> to the same degree, or if people just don't latch onto it, if it just like it doesn't doesn't get you know the attention of anybody. Then it's like it's gonna fall on deaf ears and like oh nobody played it. Uh, well, let's move on to something a little bit more uh-huh. huh? uh, after that. Uh, so what is so what's the deal with X Men? Well, so the partial Fox Entertainment buyout from Disney happened. Like the business is signed, from what I understand, and. Uh, so Disney they, owns X Men now. Disney owns X Men. They have. Does that include Deadpool? That includes Deadpool. Oh wow! So that means the next so the, Marvel so, so Marvel Universe stuff could start including X. The only things that are not X Men or that are not under the Disney umbrella that are Marvel properties, from what I know, as far as movies are concerned, is Spider Man. And the Even Spi- though they did and Spider-Man Homecoming, and they're doing that was another a, that Spider-Man. Was a, that was a, a team effort between Sony and Disney. If you noticed at the beginning of the movie, Sony was like, here's our logo. We are Sony. There are Sony products in this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's why like all the people probably had Sony phones and Sony computers, right? <laughs> right. So, um, but the X... So, and that that's like... So that's... Uh, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man villains, not including Kingpin, uh, the uh, Venom and all of that 
symbiote business is still Sony. Oh, right. The Venom, um, the Venom movie is the Sony the, one. Right. The Venom movie that is unrelated to Spider-Man in any way. Somehow. Yeah. Again, don't get Robbie on that wormhole. That's, he is like so angry about that whole situation. It is a nonsense mess. Yeah. That has no business existing. Like the like he's he's a guy he's got he's like a whole rant of like the only reason Venom is Venom at all is because the symbiote merged with Spider Man first and then moved on to him. Moved on to Brock Brock Erstein. I can't remember what the guy's last uh, name is. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock, that's right. Yes. Yeah. No, I like I am with Robbie on this hundred percent. Like <laughs> Venom does not exist without Spider Man. Uh, it's just like the entire look, like the whole how his eyes look and everything is ba- is because it was a play on the Spider-Man outfit. Like, that's why. And of course, they don't have him have the big black or the big white spider on him because that wouldn't make any sense because it's not Spider-Man related anymore. So it's just this. Thing. Weird, this, this, this weird thing. This it's like weird thing. It's more like that prototype game or whatever. Do you remember that? Where it was like this guy got like a weird goo monster in him. That's what it is now. It's just yeah. the weird goo monster movie. Yeah, that's just it's just weird. And he has to fight other goo monsters, I guess. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's a mess. But X Men, Mutants, the Fantastic Four, which was also owned by Fox, like three times. Yeah, uh, Galactus. Like, all of those things are now back under Marvel proper with Disney. So there's... So the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Extended Universe just got a lot more extended. Yeah. The Marvel stuff just got way... It it reconciles a lot of the weird issues that have existed, like with the shared uh, Quicksilvers. Right between the two, where one was referred to as Quicksilver and the other one was, was referred to as something Romanoff or whatever. Right, and 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 uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and Scarlet Witch. Uh, I do have to say, the X Men, the Fox Quicksilver was the better one of the two. Uh, that was the one that got I, all slow motion. Yeah, which to me, again, like, like. That was like the best representation of speedster that has ever been carried out in a movie. Yeah. So much so that you've started to see other shows and other properties do it. Like the Flash TV series started to get more like that. I think to like more to like mimic that sort of thing. Sure. I I don't know. I have not kept up with that show. Don't. Uh, You'll just get mad. uh You'll just hate. Don't watch any of it. You'll just hate it. Yeah, I've I have decided not to. Don't get involved with any of the CW live action superhero stuff. You'll just get angry. Yeah, I saw a picture of Mr. Freeze from Batman Babies. And boy, I was just. It's. He had hair and. He, <laughs> I like how the first thing is he had hair. That's the first thing that was horrible about it. But it was just like, is he like all frozen and stuff? No, is he like a teenager? Like, what? How old is he? He looks like he's in his early twenties, if anything. I mean, he's got to be young because, like, Batman is still like a child, right? I don't know. 
what I don't know how old Bruce Wayne is at this point in the show's thing. And apparently they've had like who was it you who was telling me that they've had like multiple jokers or something? No, or... it was there wasn't there was not a joke like the there was a guy who died, but he was like the guy that inspired the Joker. And they, it was like some guy that was like a serial. He, he was like a nut. He was the like son of a carny and he was just a psychopath and became kind of like a serial killer gangster and uh-huh. was on TV, like laughing maniacally as he murdered people. And then, and the, like, then they just, they show him on TV, like being all crazy. And they show like lots of, Various different people, like adults and children, are like all watching him, and it's like the idea is like that guy wasn't actually the Joker, uh-huh. even though at first you think he's going to be the Joker because he, he was died. actually just senior jokester. He he's like he's like the guy that inspires the Joker, and you don't so you never know you know that like because of him now somebody is going to become the Joker because they're gonna be like the murder laughter guy. But yeah, it was it was kind of dumb. That's such a dumb idea, because then it's like you've got this kid growing up and you're like uh, and and suddenly he starts like painting his face or whatever. And like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I saw this guy on TV when I was a kid. Let me tell you. Great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he was laughing, but, stabbing people. Yeah, like a good the, time. the idea was like it inspired like several copycats or something. And now so now like the Joker, who before was like one of the most interesting villains in superhero history uh-huh. is now just some copycat douchebag. Right? Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, everything about that show is bad. Um, everything about it's bad. What are we talking about? X-Men. So anyway, right. so yeah, now the X-Men are back under that and uh, Bob Iger, the CEO of, uh, Disney, is he the CEO or is he the president? Top guy in Disney. Uh, he, uh, it, somebody during a press conference, he was just like, hey, so, you know, we've got a lot of good, or, you know, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. He's got a lot of ideas of how to, like, integrate uh, the X-Men and these other properties. So he's got to go to head on his shoulder and he's going to take care of that. And somebody was like, hey, does that mean Deadpool is going to be an adventure? And he's like, I'm not saying he can't be. <laughs> right. And so can Wolverine. Right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. So can Wolverine finally now. And Hulk. And, well, I guess Hulk. Hulk I don't know what I'm talking Hulk. about. Who was the other guy that was like not in there that should have been? I can't remember. I'm well, getting, Spider-Man. I Spider-Man. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. They still can't do Spider-Man. Well, yeah. no, they freaking they, they did they got him. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm talking about where are you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yes, I'm just gonna like every time I'll say so. Like I'll say a name, and it's gonna be somebody that was already in there. Like like uh, uh, Iron Ant Man, Man Ant Man, <laughs> Iron Man can be an Avenger. <laughs> Iron Man can be an Avenger. Captain America can be an Avenger now. Yeah, Captain, Captain, old Cap, old Cappy Caps, old Caps, old Caps Lock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he can do it. Uh. So yeah, I what I think we might end up with, oh Captain Crunch, oh oh, oh Cap Crunch, Captain, um uh, Captain Butts, Captain Butts, um Captain Ass, Captain Ass. Uh, so what that might mean is capital letters, capital letters. Yeah. What? Uh, you said you were gonna start something. Else oh, I think 
Um, I think what we're going to have to, what we're going to end up with is a, a new wave of X-Men, a non-Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen. Yeah. Uh, and also, also Hugh those Jackman other two X-Men. people also not, uh, Michael Fassbender and, and uh, British guy, Bervin, Bervin, Bervin Jervis, Bervin Jervis. I'm pretty sure that's his name. That sounds Slim like a British name. Wibblewom. <laughs> Slut Bunwalla. <laughs> Gooseberry Pimple Snark. Whoever that guy is. Who is that guy? He's... Mm, nope. It's not a Mark. It's a... I'm gonna, I can ask the Google. I can ask Google Assistant and it'll it'll respond to us. No, try, try, try asking it. Ask Don't robot. cheat. Ask no, hold on. Uh, no, hold on. It's now I'm trying to remember that Deadpool joke. Oh, is it? I'm trying to remember the gag from Deadpool where they're like, Professor X, we're going to go take it to see. And he's like, which one is it? Stewart or blah, blah, Stewart or blah, blah. And St- McAvoy, something McAvoy. James, James. <laughs> There, that took a long time to get. Oh, we we'll have to cut that out. That was just not even worth the trip. <laughs> that was a yeah. long way to go. Anyway, so not none of them. No Sansa Stark, Jean Grey, or what's her face from James Bond, Jean Grey. She was in James Bond. Yeah, which one? Uh, the good one, Goldeneye. Well, Goldeneye is the good one. That's the good Pierce Brosnan one. Oh, okay. It's not the good one. The good one. Was Brutes off? No, it was not a Timothy Dalton one. Oh, come on. (laughs) Right. He was the Timothy Dalton was the best between him and Pierce Brosnan. That was the best, like, Bond looking Bond, right? Okay. But no, my favorite is, uh, oh, geez. It's, I, it's probably like Live and Let Die or one, it's one of the Roger Moore ones. Yeah, one of the Roger Moore, probably Live and Let Die because he deflowered the mystic and then she lost her magic powers, which is the best part. Also, it's got Baron Sandy. Also, it's got the shark tank. Also, it's got Jaws. Wait, is that the one where he, uh, inflates the guy with the helium tank and he yes. flies up like a balloon and yes. explodes? It's got all of that. Yeah. Okay. That's the best one. Yeah. It's got all of it. All of the weird bad guys. It's Does got... that one have Mayday? I Which one is Mayday? The black girl tall. I don't think it's got that one. I thought if it had Baron Simdi, it had her. Maybe. I can't remember. But it, yeah, but it's got Jaws. Yeah. No, Roger Moore was the best Bond. I don't care what anybody says. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because the best Bonds... Are the goofy ass bonds that don't take it seriously? The, the best bonds have the best puns. Yes, no pun. You're not a bond. Like no. Like what's the current guy like? Daniel. Craig. Daniel. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. Get out of here. He's Daniel been Craig. my least favorite one. It doesn't even feel. I fell asleep during Casino Royale. I hated that movie. I thought the whole movie was about a poker game. Uh, and then people were like, "There's more to that movie than a poker game." And I'm like, "We well, could have fooled me." <laughs> Yeah, no, no, thank you. And then I remember that there was that testicle torture scene, but I also felt like that during the poker game scene. So, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, and I saw 
Skyfall. I saw that one. Uh huh. Man, that was they try. They get like they're like trying way too serious with that stuff. So the thing that bothered me most about Skyfall was that one was also the like 50th anniversary movie or something, mm. and so it was super like cheeky, wink, wink, wink. Look at all this old stuff from the old movies. Wink, 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 wink. And I'm like, yeah, that was all the good stuff. Quit acting like you're not going to do that anymore. Shut up. Like, yeah. Well, I think the problem, I, like, you know, the the problem is like all of like the, the the newer stuff, like that one in particular. Like, they're like they're doing the way too Mission Impossibleing James or Bond. Jason Borning it. Yeah, the way too much of like. No, the double cross is the triple cross. The guys that are the good guys are the bad guys. Or the bad guys are the good guys. And the good guys are the good guys are the bad guys. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, no, now he must break all the rules to save the rules. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God, I'm so sick of that crap. Like, I like my summary of like, I haven't seen a Mission Impossible movie since the first one. But like my summary of like all Mission Impossible movies, I'm going down the wormhole. I can't. I can't help it. I can't I, pull you out. I can't. I'm, I've sucked in. The worms got me. So, <laughs> like, this is this is the thing. Okay, we're the secret elite mission squad. I'm going to go do a mission. I'm doing the mission. I did the mission. Oh, crap. I got double-crossed by the guy that gave me the mission. Now we've got to do a mission against the bad guys who are the government or something. Uh-huh. And it's like, now we've got to go rogue and go by our own rules to save our butts, but also prove our innocence, but also get the bad guy that was the guy that hired us in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and that's like every single movie. Right. And then they, they finally, like, they defeat the bad guy who was actually the good guy at the beginning. Yeah. And then they hand the data off about, like, all the stuff that they were trying to save from the bad guys. And they're like, here it is. I've, I've saved it. Handing it to the good guys. And then they're, they're like, we were secretly the bad guys. Oh! Yeah, and then that's the end. But it's like, that should be called Mission Impossible to do a background check on somebody because we're idiots. <sighs> yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Wormhole over. <laughs> Who doesn't work for a weird cabal or splinter group anymore? Like everybody on the roster. I know, I'm like a member of five. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm part of the Illuminati knots. I don't know. But yeah, like that's how it all is. Also, the guy that we said, who's boots off? What's his name again? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. He was the Nazi in Rocketeer, right? Yeah, he was the okay. Nazi in Rocketeer. All right. He was also um, the guy in Hot Fuzz. Right. Yeah, he's like an awesome, stupid villain. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because he can pull off like really classy but he can also do comedy like deadpan really well. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Boots off is perfect for him. Yeah. Well, that's our hour. Okay. Did we get everything said that we needed to say? I think so. We got everything on the list. I think. I don't think we had a point to anything that we said. Well, this is the podcast for nobody. (laughs) Right. I guess that's true. All right, then. This is the first time in a long time, though, that we've brought up Batman. Yeah, what do we bring that up for? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Batman babies and some other stuff. Yeah, because you brought up The Flash and how bad that was. Yeah. And then that reminded me of how bad that Gotham show is. Right, and that one's not even part of, like, the Arrowverse stuff. It's its own No, thing. it's its own thing. 
Way to go, DC. Freaking <laughs> not even bothering to like they it's like every it's they saw they saw what Marvel was doing and they're like, hey, they've got their own TV stuff going on with the Agents of Shield, and that's loosely tied into the movies that they're doing. And then they've got this, you know, that- Netflix stuff that they're also doing. What if we just create three discrete universes that are not tied together and have no influence over each other and right. conflict with each other about who is each given superhero, especially with the flash where it's like, Oh, one of them's Barry Allen. The other one's Wally West, I guess. I don't know. Do we have a green lantern? Does it matter? Yeah. They're, you're kind of all over the place. Like there's definitely three universes. There's Arrowverse, there's Batman babies, and then there's the justice league movie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the hell's happening with that thing. Justice League movies were dark and metal. We tried to be dark like the Batman ones, but we went weird with it. <laughs> it did. It's real dumb. <laughs> That's our theme song. We chose the worst possible DC universe to model the movies after the sad one where nothing's happy and everybody hates you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> what do we... I don't know. I I feel like the title needs to be something something wormhole. That was the <laughs> theme. Something. That was the theme of this of this episode. <laughs> the worms got me. Yeah, going down that wormhole. Going down that wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I also I like wormhole. I still like think wormhole is better than rabbit hole. I knew it was wrong the first time I said it, but I just like that word more. Well, I mean the phrase is is older than the concept of wormholes, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I don't care. I mean, it might even come from like uh Alice It comes from Lewis Carroll. Yeah. So That's where it comes from. Yeah. Right? Right. I think so. Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like it's a Lewis Carroll reference, but we're talking about video games which is sci-fi for some reason even though most video games aren't, but yeah. Whatever. Sci-fi and fantasy are the same thing. They just one has lasers. The difference is lasers. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just look at like the difference is one has rats and one's got worms. Yeah. Not rats, rabbits. <laughs> it's got rats too. They it's both got, have rats. Let's be honest. Yeah. They both got it's, rats. It's rabbits or worms. That's the difference. Yeah, you don't see rabbits in sci-fi. No. You do see worms though. And they burrow. Yep. And there are definitely no rabbits in space. In space, no one can hear you, rabbit. Okay. That'll do it. That's gonna do it. All rabbits in space are silent. <laughs>